What shaking party people? It's Monday, January 23rd of 2023. 2323. Look out. <laughs> I'm your pal Neutron, and uh, today's episode, I'm going to get into artificial intelligence and the very real reality that we're living in now that uh, I think most people might be unaware of, actually. Uh, unless... Man, I've seen so many cutting-edge technologies like really develop and unbeknownst to the general population. And if you're really not in the know, like you might not even be aware that these things are like these technologies exist. And I think this technology in particular is going to radically change our reality in ways that I'm not sure if are going to be good or bad. I don't there's a huge debate in here and I think it's something we should all really be talking about and we're going to talk about it right now here on Man, I love that intro. <laughs> so happy with it. So AI, what is it? Artificial intelligence. Well, I mean, sci-fi movies have been like pondering and postulating all kinds of uh, interesting scenarios when humanity interacts with a created consciousness or a computer programs or robots. You know, there's so many different takes on this um ideology man one of my favorite films of all time uh the creation of the humanoids it really man if you haven't seen that highly recommend it check it out it's uh, and it's even more relevant to, like to today you know it's just like it's these uh it's just what happens when you create consciousness to do tasks for people uh and and how does how does that shape society you know and where we're at right now is a really fascinating place. So if you haven't heard, a lot of companies have been developing AI and different ways in which AI can do things. For example, there's uh, MidJourney. We'll start there. Uh, and MidJourney is one of many different AI generative programs, AI art programs, I guess what they call it. Um, back in the day, so I have a friend who is really into like tech stuff and they're always getting me letting me know like what's new is that they told me about nfts and all that really cool scene and i started getting into that and checking that out but um they introduced me to something called playform a long time ago uh and by a long time ago i don't know maybe last year or something like that but um it was where you take at least like 30 images and you import input it into the ai and then from those 30 images it whatever you put it you give it then it it sort of mashes those together and then makes new variations of whatever you gave it. So this was like a, I realize now this was an early form of what's available today, which is Midjourney, which is a text to photo generator. So basically you just go to Midjourney, it's run through Discord right now. So uh, you type in the Discord bot, imagine, and then you give it a prompt and you can say anything like uh, like a cat wearing a rainbow sweater, riding a unicorn, you know, like, like whatever you want. Uh, and, and it generates that image. And it generates you four images of, the, uh, of what you ask it. And then you can keep, you can just infinitely re-roll that. It's called re-rolling, where it just generates four new things. And, um, and, and to infinity, man. And it does some really incredible stuff. I mean, there's some... There's some quirks and, you know, like 
some at this point where it's at now it's like you can you can still tell like there's there's things that like ai generated bits you know there's little artifact like it has a really hard time doing hands for some reason like hands look really creepy and like weird and gangly like cronenberg man which by the way uh mid-journey bans certain words like blood or anything to do with violence or sex which is like man come on why you gotta be so prude i want i want to like really have fun with this thing but you can't even say like blood or flesh and also weirdly enough the term cronenberg is banned which i was really upset about um i'm like why why are you banning fucking cronenberg but anyways, you can also tell it to draw in the style. Like if you said like a cat wearing a rainbow sweater riding a unicorn in the style of the guy that drew, like in the style of Ren and Stimpy or something. Like Randy was experimenting with telling it to draw things in the style of Ren and Stimpy. And it was like churning out some really interesting, fascinating things. So it's like the technology alone, no matter how you feel about it, and we'll get to like the controversy in a second. But like at its core, this is an incredible technology that really opens the door philosophically to so many uh, ideas and perspectives. Because now that's just, uh, there's just the art generator. But now there's also chat GPT, which is basically just a program, a chat bot that you can ask it anything. And it gives really actually like well thought out like great answers to things and you can also so here's the thing in addition to having it um like just having a conversation with it you can also ask it to write things like write a poem in the style of such and such poet and like write a poem about such and such in the style of so and so you know and it, and it really it like does it and it's like really good actually my, uh, my pal vex was having it write songs about cigarettes and it was uh and it it made up he so he gave it a little bit of information and then it just kind of like made up stuff and then my i'm so fascinated by the creative decisions that it makes because like it described the cigarettes as like long slender uh, things made of like burning embers or something, which is, it's just like, that's what it just came up with, man. It's like, that's fucking crazy, you know? And people are having it write scripts. Um, I'm seeing ads, and you may have seen them too. On This is how I know that it's like, man, we're on the cusp of some radical changes in society, is it, all these chatbots are being advertised to like write your blog posts or write your uh, articles or what. So it's like, I never thought that uh, I, that art like AI could replace artists, um, but actually, it's like that's like one of the first like it absolutely could replace artists. But like, at what level are we talking about here? Um, so, on a when you look at art through a capitalist framework, that means that your art that you produce needs to generate uh, worth and value for it to be worth anything. Because all art actually inherently has no intrinsic value, uh, just like money has no intrinsic value. It's the it's the story around the object uh, that gives it the the value, right? Like so, um, how could art replace artists in this? Well, we're currently in a capitalist framework, so artists need to make money, and they get hired by usually like corporate clients or somebody with money. And I foresee uh, a, a bad way in which this could go down is that 
corporations don't even hire artists anymore. They just have someone, one person generating whatever visuals they need, and then maybe they clean it up a little bit. They have they hire one person like clean it up or something. So it's like I think corporately, like in the corporate world of commercial art, I think artists might see a decline in work. Um, because I just because corporations are all about saving money. They just want to churn the product out, as, and they don't really care about paying people. They don't care about you know anything except the profit they can generate from what they need. You know, uh, so that's one way I could see it it being in a bad use. Um, but one way that I've personally used it is to generate some. If I just had some concepts floating around in my head, and I was like, "Man, you know, some visuals to go along with it would be nice." I just write out some chat, some prompts, and then I'm. At, it's almost like generating inspiration for me because when I'm going to do a creature or a design or anything like that, I do look at reference. I look at um, I, you know, I do image searches and I look at other artists and what they're doing and then I use that to inform what I want to make right and that's essentially what the AI is doing but they're doing it at such an incredible speed and an incredible depth that like human beings are incapable of in their current state Um, you know because this this out this AI has access to the entire internet and they're literally scraping images up and it's like it's digesting those images to like churn out other uh, variations of it. So I see problems. A lot of artists are like, fuck AI, don't use AI, down with AI. Like, it's all like, oh, you know. And like, I don't necessarily know if I, 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 that's not my stance, you know. Um, But I do acknowledge, like, again, we're talking about it, like how certain things and uses of this could negatively impact people. And the weird thing is um, when it, when you have it create things in the style of an artist, um, like, you know, I was actually having it generate some manga pages from like in the style of Junji Ito. And it was, it's really fascinating. Like it really was like generating these black and white manga horror pages that look like Junji Ito's style. Um, you know, so it's like, that's really cool. And that's like a fun novelty. But when you really think about it, it's like, oh man, like, yeah, it's, you just have like a machine sort of like replicate someone's personal style. Uh, and just, you know, kind of steal it on a, on a mass scale very quickly. Um, so I think copyright law pretty soon is going to have to really uh, be updated. I think this is going to rock the boat a lot because, like, really, I mean, like, just thinking about it philosophically, too, it's like, yeah, who owns the copyright to uh, something that's produced by a machine, you know? <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's really... It's really fascinating, you know, um, and some of, some of my concerns. So now let's talk about like utopia versus dystopian uh, implications. That, that I feel like we're at the crux of like many potential futures that could be utopian or dystopian, but depending on how this technology is implemented. And one of the major issues of AI technology is access. If you know only corporations or rich people or something have access to these tools, then that puts them light years ahead of like anybody else, you know? Uh, And what we see now, the commercial uses that have been released to the public, that's probably a fraction of what these things are capable of. Um, They're like, 
you got people like Google and like all the big tech companies are running AI experiments because it's powerful quantum computing technology, you know? Um, so it's just the same issue that we are currently experiencing is that people with the money and power don't always have the best or even good intentions for the rest of us, you know? Um, every, the prevailing ideology on this planet is just generate as much profit as possible and fuck everything else, you know? They're, like, again, this goes back to my point that I always want to stress is that we have to transcend capitalism to progress as a whole unified global society. Um, I, I don't know what that looks like, but I know it's possible. Uh, and it's just, I, I think we got to move in that direction, you know? Things like universal basic income would really help us move in that direction because then you know like I, I feel like if we had universal basic income and then ways to make more money depending on what you do like that's great I, we just need our basic expenses covered you know like our basic human necessities should be covered on a societal level and from there you can decide how you want to contribute to the society because you're free to do that from a place that's supported and safe and and you know like you're taken care of. And that's what we need. Like, we really have to take care of our society. And then a society that takes care of itself takes care of itself. You know, it's like it's a self-replicating, beautiful program. Um, speaking of self-replicating programs, one of my concerns about the dystopian concerns is that ChatGPT can also write computer code. So now we have code that can write code. And eventually, they're working on it so that it, it's just like it fixes its own code. So it's a very real scenario where like this thing could get out of hand. And like if it if it does find motive or sentience or, you know, like which seems possible with how fast everything is moving. I don't know if it's there yet, but maybe in some of these big tech behind closed doors, it might already be there, you know. Uh, and this computer can write its own code so then it can replicate. And that... That's kind of scary, man, you know, like, uh, you know, I don't know, I, like a computer that can write its own code. And that could be anything like viruses, you know, like any kind of code, you know. So that's a little concerning because with these powerful tools, man, like it's all being played with behind closed doors. We don't know what these corporations are up to. We don't know what they're capable of, you know. It's all proprietary secrets. But really, these are kind of things that impact like all of us on a global scale, you know? So I do see this moving society and yeah, like jobs are going to be lost, you know? Automation is on its way. It's it's here, you know? Uh, and it's only, things are only going to get more automated. But unless we fix our prevailing ideology, then the course we're on currently, uh, any new technology that's developed is just going to be corrupted by the prevailing ideology of the times, you know. And right now we're we're just a capitalist society that's like bleeding the earth dry of natural resources and commodifying everything. So what are these tools going to be used for, you know? Um, I, I But what could they be used for in like the utopian side of like potential growth, you know, like really opening the doors to like, possibility they really increase a single individual's productivity because if you're working with the ai it's like if you're a coder then it, you can you can have it write code and then you kind of go over that code and you kind of um 
tweak it and fix it, you know? And so it's like, and if you're a writer, you know, maybe you're stuck for ideas and you ask ChatGPT to like spit out some ideas for you, some names for things or something like that. Like, then you can get inspired from that, you know? It's like, it's like bouncing ideas off of something that can bounce ideas back. That's really cool, you know? Uh, but there's still the element of like the human who takes that and does things with it, you know? It's all about what we do with it, not necessarily the technology itself, you know? Because for one thing, it's here. I don't think it's going to go away. It's only going to shift one way or the other depending on what we decide to do with it. And I really hope that we make the right decision here because this is this is a big deal for humanity to, to discover this. And as Greg Braden says, consciousness informs creation. So the fact that we've hit a point in technolo- technological advancement where we're, cre- we're literally creating consciousness that is, whether it's a fully functional uh, fully complete consciousness uh, that remains to be seen, but it is absolutely fragments of consciousness um, that perform specific tasks, right? Uh, so we, you know, we, I, I believe that computers, I've said it before, like we're, we're building them because they're scale models of the universe, you know? It's like we're, computers are teaching us about ourselves, and now computers are almost like forming into a consciousness themselves, you know? So it's like, where is that going to take us philosophically? You know, I'm always, I'm just so fascinated by this development, you know? And, I, and I'm really excited about it, but I just think there's so many problems with society that need to be fixed so that we can actually like, you know, the NFTs, like that was a really fucking cool technology. Like it was incredible. But then what happened is all the fucking get rich quick grifters like just abused it just to steal money from people, you know? And people, here's the thing, people wanted to spend money. Like it, people were spending and still might be like not as much as they used to, but like spending insane amount of some money in the digital art NFT space. And the the things that like cryptocurrencies and like you know, NFT, all this digital stuff, like, it's really cool technology, man. So, like, at least if you're hearing about these things, like, I don't know, be open to the the positive potentials of these uh, implementation, implementations of these uh, technologies, you know? I mean, like, I would say as I'm an artist and I would sp- speak to fellow artists and say, I mean, you can obviously do what you want, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't write this stuff off and I wouldn't say fuck it and like I think just look at how you can use it and also have conversations with people because this more people need to understand what's happening right now and think about it because this is really going to impact our world one way or the other and I'd really like it to impact us in a positive way that brings us into a progressive unified society that takes care of itself you know (laughs) so yeah that's kind of my my uh, thoughts on AI at the moment. Um, I, I want to have some guests on. Uh, maybe I'll have my pal Vex on and we'll, st- we'll really talk in depth about it. Because I also, like, I talk to my artist friends about this and I'd like to have some of those conversations here for, to share with you all um, because it's, it's really interesting. Um, it, it's what a great, uh, incredible time to be alive. Um, so, you know, uh, I hope you enjoyed this little... Uh, chat and uh, yeah, it's the first time I've just like sat down and went on a little rant uh, for an episode so uh, you know felt good felt good to just get there and, and be here you know <laughs> anyways I'm rambling now but if you enjoy the show 
and you want to help uh, support it, then join our Patreon, patreon.com slash rancig, R-A-N-C-I-G. It really does, like, I don't, I haven't figured out how to monetize the podcast, so, like, your Patreon support really means the world to me. And it also works going towards, like, helping get Bizarro a Go-Go done, too, because I'm really trying to do Bizarro Go-Go the film. Randy and I are really trying to make that happen, and we're going to do a crowdfunding campaign soon. But if you want to start supporting us right now, just join our Patreon. And there's lots of, like, sexy photo shoots, crazy. We just did a bunch of new Bizarro Go-Go photo shoots. There's a sexy Augie, a sexy Joe Mammal, Leather Dog, you know, you name it. There's a lot of cool shit to see there, so... Uh, and it's uh, it's pay what you can, so you can join for as little as a dollar and get access to all content. So, And shout out to all the Patreons we do have. Thank you. And also, I just opened up a new Discord for Patreons only, so if you want to like interact with me in a more uh, accessible place, like, yeah, we got a Discord that just went up. So anyways, uh, if you enjoyed this show too, please tell people about it. And if you can like comment and rate this stuff and like, Follow whatever you can do to bump the show up so that more people can hear it. I would really, really appreciate that. And it mean the world to me. So thank you all so much. And uh, I love you. And until next Monday, I'll see you then.